Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yo man, how is everybody doing? Welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from PersiesGrowRoom.com and all that. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, let's, let's click through these. Look, I'm Mackie, cocoa grower from yeah. PersiesGrowRoom.com and there's Monkey. I'll point to my left. You didn't see me point. <laughs> <laughs> no, Monkey down here, Southeast US, cocoa grower over at Percy's and here in High on Homegrown. Other than that, it's blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. You, 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 if you want to hear the rest, go back to a previous episode. It's all there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. CG, you good? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm all right. I'm up in Canada, Saskatoon, Treaty 6 territory, the homeland of the Métis, you know. Oh, man, I it's, saw some random clip on YouTube today, TG, and it, uh-huh. it was uh, 20 minutes of random stupid information or some shit like that. And one of the facts was... The largest paperclip in the world is in Saskatchewan. Oh, yeah! Congratulations, TG. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big fucking province, man. Just say all no. Fucking largest yeah, yeah. paperclip. We we have a lot of biggest things. You know, things that are just like, of course, it's the biggest because what other fucking idiot would build a big thing like that? Really? <laughs> the question yeah, is, like... have you got massive large sheets of paper to hold together? That's what mm, I'm good, good question. Well, you'd assume so. Why would they need the paperclip otherwise? Well, they were getting ready for the paper. Oh. I bet it just unraveled Sorry. the tree, hey? <laughs> Sorry to yeah. ruin your intro there. It was going so well. Oh, no. Yeah. That's <laughs> fucking uh, exciting. You can get houses with paperclips these days, right? Oh, yeah. Sure, remember that true. guy? You can get yeah. into houses, did you say? No, you can. There was one guy who went and traded a paperclip for something, then traded that for something else, and traded that and oh, traded yeah. that. And he finally got a house, yeah. yeah. Paperclip. Pikey. Oh. I'm good, <laughs> Depends on your definition of a house. You saying, Zian, you're good? Yeah, all good. All good. Hi, everybody. Um, zombie Nation here from the middle of the UK, where it's currently raining. Sunshine all fucking day, and now it's raining just in time for tomorrow. Well, you don't need to go out tonight, so it's all good. No, I'm not going nowhere. I'm all good. World. Exactly. What are you saying, GB? You good? Well, good afternoon and good evening, my friends. It is GB up, here friend? from the Emerald Isle. <laughs> How's things? Are you good? Yeah, not too bad, man. I'm fucking starving. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> starving. Did you yeah, arrive with oh. the food before the show this week? Yeah, well, he is getting later and later with the food every week, and he's only arriving in the fucking gate now. Oh, oh my God. goodness! Yeah. I'm gonna have to have words. All right. So what we what we doing this week? We're gonna do the obvious uh, cannabis news and events. We'll do that first, as we do. We're gonna be looking at um, TG's one of TG's diaries because he's a, a super soil grower, and that's something which we're all gonna be going through in the grow guides as well. As well, we're gonna be talking about how to put together your own living soil from TG's super soil recipe. So that's something. And we've got TG here, of course. He's come over from the Temple Grow Show to come and talk yeah. to us about his soil recipe. Yeah. Learn more from TG's website, templegrowing.com. Yeah. Yeah, you can go and, there. Uh, interview as well. Back here, probably, but... <laughs> anyway, yeah, round around in circles, mate. We can go to all the websites, you know? Yeah, for sure. But uh, we got an interview today with Katie Ross as well. She's a medical patient in the UK, an actual legal medical patient. And she, you know, yeah. she tells us how she uses cannabis for medicine instead of all these pills she used to take. And she goes through the process of how to, if you're in the UK, how to get cannabis on prescription yourself as well. She's pretty sweet. 
and then the after party where we kind of chat some shit, current events and things like that, uh, or whatever comes up. You know how we roll. I hope everybody's smoking something nice. If you ain't, oh, what's up, TJ? I was going to do this dab again, but I totally forgot because of that mm. first dab I did. So TG's got some juicy, sticky, icky. I don't even know what the fuck that is, man. Yeah, it's it's live resin today. Some pineapple skunk. It's uh, gooey as shit. It's fucking delicious. And it's, yeah. Yeah, I would buy yeah. the live resin. If I'm buying carts, it's got to be the live resin always because it's so tasty. Yeah. Yeah, this mm. was a 420 special. So I. Don't normally buy stuff, but it couldn't resist, you know. So yeah, man, at that price, mate, fucking, I would have been, I would have bought two and eaten one already. Yeah, I did buy a lot of hash, man. This is kind of <laughs> not a big concentrates guy. I got lots of hash, but this was like hmm, that looks delicious. <laughs> so anyway, yes, he's Galandio going crazy again, hitting that down thumb. Look at him; it's out of control, man. It's out of control. It's just... Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, that's the introduction. We should move on to the news. news what we're gonna talk about this week then lads monkey you got some news for us right yeah it's kind of keeping in line with our uh, with our uh, our interview guest you know she's a, a medical patient in the uk and well there's a medical patient also in the uk she was terminally ill hairdresser a 44 year old named lisa middleton and she suffers from chronic heart failure and and many other things like uh, back pain and spinliosis and on and on, but many, many conditions. And so she has resorted to using cannabis for medicine. And so when money when money got tight and she could no longer afford or feel comfortable dealing with the black market, she decided to plant her own. And so just eight weeks in, she was raided by dozens of police cars. And she was arrested you know. and detained, and uh, they took all of her stuff. And so for 18 months, she's been sitting there through this pandemic, not knowing what's going on because she, you know, she's out, she's been free, and now she had to go back to court and, and, uh, and be sentenced now. But you know, it's, it's one of these situations, just like you hear a lot of, a lot of people we've talked to in the UK who are medical patients, where this was something that she decided to start using because it helped. She said it helped with every symptom she had, everything from the heart failure down to the upset stomach and loss of appetite. It helped everything. And she said she was only growing. Uh, she was not selling. She had no intentions to sell. She was only growing so she would not have to go into the black market and deal with uh, unsavory individuals and, and scary mm -hmm. situations. And it wouldn't cost her an arm and leg. She could actually afford to do it. Uh, all sounds great, but there's one thing is when they brought her back into court, she was charged with possession of 56 plants. Whoa. Now they well, said there's, the a, there's a bit of a thing in that as it goes, because in the first part of that interview uh, yeah. or the first part of that article, it says she had two adults and, and two dozen. Yes. And, and then that, all of a sudden was, it jumps to 56. Exactly. And that's where I was really confused with the article. But in the, the bottom, it says her medical plantation contained 56 plants. Mm. Uh, it, they were only two months old. Now, they said that I think it was originally I've read that it was like nine adult plants. Uh, I'm assuming they mean in flower. But still, mm -hmm. that does tell me if you've got the rest of them, you know, if you've got 47 plants ready to go. It's too many. You're getting ready to kick in. Yeah. But if you're making oil, don't you need a lot of plants? But that know, many, that many, be a lot of oil there. You could maybe justify it if you were making a whole lot of RSO or something. But man, that's a lot. 
I mean, realistically, each plant is going to need at least one foot. Small plant will need one foot square yeah. of space. Uh, that's a small plant. Mm, that's you know. a small one, yeah. So that's a, a house lot of space to take up a, a, all them plants, man. There must mean ceilings, cuttings, or something like that. Yeah, well, you know, you know what the media are like. They're full of yeah. shit, and yeah. they'll put stuff in there just to get people's like reactions up. Yeah, just so the you defoliation. Think, oh, she's got 56 yeah. plants. She's obviously not a flipping personal user. Uh, that's probably what happened, actually. Two months sounds about the yeah. time you'll do a big defoliation. She's taken off a load of side branches, left them there on the side. Yeah, and they're plants. Like, Look at these 56 plants, man. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. three. It's quite possible. <laughs> right. Here yeah. right. in Canada, they define, I think they define a plant in growing media. It doesn't necessarily have to be alive. So if I had a cloning like an arrow cloner with like say 24 little spots in it full mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. yeah then i would have that many plants in health yeah, Canada's yeah. eyes which fuck you you know they say we can't feedlings and I shit mean, like ha having a lot of plants is always a big red flag to somebody's growing commercially it is it's not always the case that you know. No, it isn't. But, uh, you know, it does look bad when you go to go to a trial and you're standing in the front of the judge and they have pictures of 56 live cannabis yeah, plants. Well, there's lots of nuance in it. I mean, I, I could grow 56 micro plants and only come up with probably what you guys or myself would pull out in an average grow, right? Yeah. Well, Maybe I mean, a bit more. And if I'm going to but... be on regs, I'm going to plant 56 plants. So then I'm going to call that down to half. Yeah. You know, not saying she wasn't breeding like i don't know what her deal was but like yeah i mean um yeah there's no count is uh, immediately they, they jumped in there and said oh no this is you know a, they called it a plantation in, sure. in the article <laughs> it's kind of crazy quick shout out yeah. there to uh the slumped one from twitch he said i based my 610 gallons 610 gallons goddamn of super soil off of tg's recipe this year with minor modifications yeah. Well, my plants love it. Highly uh -huh. recommend it. So, yeah, we're going to yeah. get into more detail with that later on. 600 gallons. Fuck me. That's, that's a lot of soil. Let's go and wrap yeah, it man. up and move on. Then, like, yeah, yeah. Is, that, is that that news article done then, Monkey? No, it's one thing. It's just, she was finally sentenced after she went back to court. She received an 18-month suspended sentence and a 20-day rehabilitation right. requirement and 100 hours of community service. So she basically got a slap on the wrist, but... You know, she could have got. How are you giving a woman with a fucking heart condition community service? Well, you know, Ugh, it's shocking, man. These are the rules we have to fucking deal with. It is, but Get those you know. cigarette butts picked up, man. Someone Were you saying, ZN, you got some news too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mon Mon's on three teasers, it goes. Um, it seems that uh, the the latest generation uh, have taken to cannabis edibles as their their thing. Um, apparently, four children. This is children. I'm not. I'm not too sure on the 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 what's it to this. The age, but uh, the four. Well, no, the age is there, but okay. the kid kids are kids, aren't they? Four children have been taken to hospital after suffering a violent reaction from eating sweets believed to contain cannabis. Um, officers were called to a parade of shops in Epsom in Surrey on Saturday and found three children vomiting uncontrollably and falling in and out of consciousness. Wow, twelve-year-old girl. 12-year-old boy and 13-year-old boy taken to hospital by ambulance and another 12-year-old boy who is also believed to have eaten the sweets was taken to hospital as a precaution. Mm -hmm. um, Surrey police have said it does not have a clear description of the sweets, but it is believed that they may have been given to the children at a nearby recreation ground. 
No fucking way. Well, I'm I'm kind of thinking maybe no fucking way because kids can get hold of anything these days. Oh yeah. I I I smoked my first spliff at 11 years old. Me too. And mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, I, yeah, you could kind of say they were given to them by like 16, 17 year olds. That's the kind of 16, 17 year olds ain't fucking giving no edibles away to nobody. They they are if they they are if they've got enough. This is this is yeah. This this, probably not giving them away either, lads. In fairness, like if you have four fucking kids that are 12, 13 years of age. If they got a tenner between them, a tenner between them <laughs> it's true. and they'd be able to get a couple of fucking things. But it's not even just that, lads. You look at the dealers now that yeah. are 10, 11, 12, 14. Yeah, but these kids, can't be. these kids took the weed, man, and they uh, ended up in hospital because of it. I, I don't think they were selling it. Yeah, no, but, no, but who's to say that they weren't sold from one of their peers? Yeah. It's not the weed's fault, though. I mean, no, I'll, like, really. I don't know, to play devil's advocate, like, I don't think you should ban the substance that these kids get all fucked up on. because Man, this is one know, rare case compared to how many kids end up in A&E well, drank a bottle of vodka this week. Because exactly. that was only a little one, I've got another little one to add to it. In October of last year, um, there were 17 kids, again, in London, at a, 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 a very posh Catholic girls' school. Oh, I do um, remember this very well. Yeah, mm-hmm. all taken to hospital after falling ill from eating sweets containing cannabis. And on that one, a man aged 41 and a 24-year-old woman were arrested. Yeah, mm-hmm. and fuck those people. But the cannabis itself is not the reason for them. Like, it's it's the... No, it's not. It's the pro... So I, I guess what I... I don't know. I hope I'm trying to argue is <laughs> you shouldn't punish the substance for a bunch of dumb fucks. Yeah. Um, you know, decision. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just like here in Canada, you hear every, usually around Halloween, but usually a few times a year that someone somewhere left some edibles out that, you know, we, we have black market edibles here yeah. that look like Skittles. They're, they're labeled to look exactly, but they're called like Weedles or some fucking stupid name, right? Yeah. But they're, they basically copyright, infringe everything. And stupid parents will leave those out on a, on a fucking table and their kids, of course, are stupid. Because mm-hmm. they're young and they don't know better. That's so they it. They just better. don't know, do they? But it's the parents. Don't blame the fucking. But the thing is, right? Let, let's look what happened yeah. here. Though there's multiple children taking these, and it was in a recreational ground. So it's probably the case of one of these kids either found it or, like you said, bought it from somebody, bought it. and then but... took it to the park and was like, "Yo, I've got these animals, yeah. man. Let's get exactly. fucked up on this." Exactly. Like kids yeah. do, man. Like we yeah, all yeah. did back in the yeah. fucking eighties. Yeah, man. it was either cider or them flipping alco pop things. Thunderbird in my day. Yeah. I remember the woodies, man. Depends what you got. You take a bunch of vodka and you pour a bunch of water in the fucking bottle because you think your parents aren't going to notice that your vodka's watered down. Back up up to the same line that your dad wrote on the bottle. But but still, (laughs) you know, that doesn't excuse the kids going out there and taking drugs. And it needs to be better to control to make sure that this shit doesn't happen. And it needs to be better labeled to make sure there's no mistakes. People need to treat them responsibly. The, the the fact that half of these edibles are, 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 are like made with labels that resemble the sweets that are on sale in the shops at the moment mm. is a bit of a joke. Yeah, the like TG said with them Skittles ones. It's absolutely ridiculous. Like There's opal yeah. fruit ones as well. Illegal agree ones. and disagree because when you look at them in the context, if they were sold side by side in a news agency, yeah, I would say mm. no, that's wrong. But they're not. They're marketed at 
adults to bring them back to their childhood to go here's yeah. something mm, you can mm. go and get and this like is, and that's what like myself, i would like know? that i would look at it and go oh man i love skittles i don't like fucking juicy fruits or fucking jolly ranchers i love skittles that's what yeah. i want mm. if i was able to walk into a proper dispensary that is of like 18 or 21 years of age and over you know yeah yeah it shouldn't be a good, a good topic that we could go i have a lot of that yeah, I could bring up. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we should definitely go into more detail for it. We didn't realize this. We should discuss this in the session. Oh, we should after party, we'll bring this up in the after party, man. We discuss yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of hypocrisy and alcohol sales and all these kinds of things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What else do we have for news? <laughs> We've still got a couple of news articles to go through yet. Uh, yeah. Uh, TG, you want to go next? Sure. I'll be kind of quick because I disagree entirely. We fought this battle in Canada um, and we're still kind of going on, depending on what doctor you get. but there's an article on Politico that says uh, the cannabis industry's next war, how strong should its weed be? Um, and it's basically talks about potency caps that a lot of states are trying to impose on the legal market, um, citing, you know, think of the children because uh, they, they're talking about stuff like these extracts, just like the thing I've just actually used, the pineapple skunk live resin, which is delicious. Um, and they, they want, uh, you know, they what. They give Vermont as an example, THC potency caps where flowers are limited to 30, concentrates are capped at 60%. Um, yeah, and they, they talk about brain development in young kids and limiting their access to that. But we all know that kids are gonna get, like we just talked about, you know, obviously they're gonna get what they're gonna get. So um, this argument is kind of bullshit because, you know, just using alcohol is a, a vague kind of shitty comparison. Um, when you go buy a, a case of beer, you might drink that whole case of beer and you'll probably be drunk. But if you bought the same equivalent amount of vodka, you would be fucking dead like three mm -hmm. times over. Mm. Nobody does that. Right. But right. we have access to the higher concentrated versions of alcohol, but people are, you know, responsible enough. And, and uh, well, yeah, I guess responsible enough is the word to, to not fucking drink the whole bottle. Uh, not everybody, but I mean, you know, to each their own, I suppose it's, it's legal and they're allowed to do that. But with cannabis, it seems like there's all these double standards that, mm -hmm. um, that we're, and then they cite again, societal safety reasons and stuff like that, which, which are bullshit because, you know, I could use this whole fucking dab, this one gram here, but I'm not going to, I might smoke some, <laughs> a gram of flour, but I'm not going to smoke. Well, a say... gram of <laughs> you know? really well not today, uh, <laughs> But you know what I mean, right? Like, yeah, we yeah. have the fucking ability to control ourselves. So, like, right, fuck man. off with these limits. It's like you drink a pint of lager, but you'll have two shots of whiskey. Yeah. You know, exactly. the same fucking shit, pint man. pint of whiskey? Fuck me. You know? Some people on YouTube do that, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Remember Here in Canada, actually, <laughs> it's, it's even more frustrating because, like I said, depending on your doctor, a lot of the clinics will limit your potency. Like, you can only get up to 15% THC and whatever any product that you're that the LP that you're signed up with has you're actually they, they have a clause in your fucking prescription or some shit that you're not allowed to get those 20% or higher ones or whatever the fuck it says so there's a lot of just bullshit you know because there's no reason for limiting these potencies mm -hmm. because like I say people like I think it's a lot more efficient to have a 30% flower and smoke half of it than having you know Definitely. Uh, a really low shitty potency flower if you're into that kind of thing you know there's nothing wrong with the lower potency stuff yeah if it's well grown and that's a whole nother conversation but such a common question though you, you go into dispensaries you always hear it everybody the people walk up to the counter and want to know what's your highest thc 
That's the only yeah. question people are interested in. Yeah. yeah. So maybe if they're trying to be frugal, that's great. But that's not why they're saying that, obviously. <laughs> that's what they've been told, I think. You know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so hopefully that will uh, be quelled. You know, in the article, they, they talked to Kevin Subet from Smart Approaches to Marijuana. He's a big wanker. Talked about all this fucking reefer madness shit all the time, and uh, so yeah, I don't know. Like, the just see this bit kinda... here. You see this? This fucking they yeah. it would limit the purchase of concentrates to individual individuals over the age of twenty five. What the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah. 25. I mean, what do they think there is? This is going to do for the black market that they're so fucking hell bent on getting rid of them. I mean, yeah it always goes back to the black market doesn't it it's i mean mm-hmm. the black market has been there for so long and it knows how to provide this stuff and yeah if, if yeah. you don't let them have it legally you're right tg black yeah. market will get to them it's money so, they'll do it for the money yeah man and then we have one more news article from g to the motherfucking b oh yo is he there? He's munching and he's got his face full of spare ribs or something. It's probably. What's up, BRM? BRM no, no, he's the... Oh, he's on the bong. Oh, bong again. He we was got... on the bong. We got a bong rip out of him again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Rufio on the bong or on the bog? Both, bro. <laughs> I was going to say, because either sound could have been the same. <laughs> and, just and a lot too. It was nearly. <laughs> it was nearly on both because fucking Roy's helmet and on a milkshake. Man, don't learn. I no. say, just don't learn. No, no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I was the bigger man. I went, no, I'm not touching that. You were the bigger man because you were bloated, mate. Every so Anyway, I was up with the no. news. But yeah, no. So um, we actually we have some um news about from the farmers over in the UK. The farmers now are giving out stink. That um they are not able to produce basically um CBD mm-hmm. properly, like and efficiently. They are being forced to to purchase in stuff at um very high rates and shit like that coming in from outside of the UK. It's basically in the UK, it's like the same in Ireland. They are only allowed to harvest seed and stock. You know, and what uh, there's one Oh, it is. It's ridiculous. Like, and there's one farmer, well, one farmer in particular who's who's standing out, kind of giving out about it, is a dude called Steve Barron. Yeah, Steve owns a fifty-acre tree, a fifty-three-acre hemp farm in Cambridgeshire, and um, he says that it's ridiculous because looking at it, like fifteen acres, you make roughly twelve thousand profit in the UK on a 15 acre field. Mm. If they were allowed to cultivate properly, that would increase to a hundred thousand. Yeah, man, at least for 15 well, acres. Well. You know, so you can see why the farmers are kicking up and going here, hang on. They want to get in on it. Same as everybody else. Of course. You know, and it's, they reckon the market is going it, to, it's currently, it's like 300 million, but it's estimated to, to reach a billion by 2035. Damn. That's just invest, invest, put some money in them. Oh, Stop. not twenty. Tw- sorry, twenty twenty-five, not forty-five. But even still, man, um, invest. Yeah. Um, is you see, this is where I I kind of fucking hate the whole idea of 
when you go like oh invest in stocks invest in these companies and what because why fucking give people that have never given two fucks about our flower about our plant and then we have got to play you you got to play the game bro you got to play the game it's just it's a lot of cock it is man it's 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 a lot of cock because it's purely because these fuckers have the money and they're going, hang on, we're not go- we're not making money in oil anymore. What does people want? Oh, they're yeah. gonna need weed and that's then they're not going to be able to do without it. Welcome yeah. to Canada, 2014. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that's the thing, once they realize that they this is the fucking answer to most of their problems. But we'd have to think it is that shit, and we're gonna have to fucking we're gonna have to control that. That's what fucking gets me. And it's given the likes of these fucking LPs and things so much more power and so much more money for something yeah. that we all grow and that we all love. You know? Yeah, multi billion dollar conglomerates lobby yeah. the government just like multi billion dollar conglomerates do. You know, that's why we, yeah. <laughs> we didn't have a homegirl for fucking four years. Lobby no, the government, that's a good yeah, like. What do you think? Like the government, uh, these companies obviously want their clients to buy from them. And if if home grow is a thing, which it wasn't from, mm. it was illegally, just like everywhere else. But legally, you couldn't from 2014 to 2017, um, because that's when the new system was introduced, where everybody had to buy from the fucking companies. Like exactly like mm. you said, they monopolize the shit and and they take away the rights of. Uh, of you mm-hmm. this is what we've got to yeah. try to stop happening everywhere yeah. else around the world where it's legalizing it's we don't want to head that same path limited availability yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's crazy. so uh forum news and shit what we got you got anything monkey can't think of anything off the top of my head right now we got some podcast news we're going to take a week off next week i uh, hope everybody's not fucking gutted now <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're going to have a week off we got because you know we've been streaming twice a week for so long we forgot what like Sunday evening looks like away from our PCs, and we we have plans with friends and other halves, and we don't want to run the show with just two people. So, <laughs> so we're gonna. Uh, I think we've done fucking what's this? Forty four episodes without taking a break. Forty four weeks every week being here at nine o'clock GMT. So I think we're all gonna just have a break. Almost a year. But... Yeah, we're nearly a year. We nearly made it, but it's just, it's so much hard work and it takes up so much time. And there's a lot of shit I've got to get done AFK because COVID's coming to an end. So it's it's nearly back to work time. You know, the UK is nearly out of this shit. Mm. So everything's yeah. kicking off again. So, and then when that's all over, we're going to have a lot less time then too. So. But, you know, we do need a break. I hope you all understand. I know we all enjoy doing this and everybody enjoys coming here on the Sundays and downloading the show throughout the week and stuff. And we all enjoy making it, but... You know, we've got to take a break, man. And then we'll be back the following week, whatever week that is. That's the news done, I think. Is that all the news? Yes. Yeah, man. I think so. I think so. Let's not babble any longer. And uh, (laughs) this is the Grover Diaries. So we're going to be looking at some super soil diary from TG, which you made a while ago, and he claims it's a shit diary. But, you know, we're just going to be looking at the basics of it, what his setup is, what lights he uses. It might not be written, surely. It was just, mm, just, the outcome was poor. So, yeah. But what was the final yield of it? I have no idea. Just, it was, 
yeah um uh, a forgettable grow i did like the only good thing i guess that came out of it was uh i got some male auto pollen off of one of those dark livers but yeah for the most part nothing grew like it should have and uh, yeah all right Man. but the medium is the but, important thing here which was yeah, yeah, super yeah. soil for sure now, um, how long have you been growing this super soil you've only ever grown in your own soil right yeah well not in the very beginning you know I, i've been growing for about a decade uh and in the first probably the majority of the it was it was just typical shit it was soil like it wasn't cocoa i never used cocoa but it, i was always just using regular old nutrients not like uh canna or any of the the specific you know a a b pk type shit but just not miracle grow either just generic good quality fertilizers from the garden store is always how i grew but um i did get it i got a job uh, this was about I don't know, 2017 i can't even remember now I, i used to walk work up north uh, as a geologist so i would be gone for about three weeks yeah, at yeah. a time and the reason i have my super soil is is my partner is not a uh, very green thumb so i needed something that she could just basically dump water in and not kill my plants um, versus having to measure out nutrients in these things and having to recognize whether it's too much or too little and stuff so did a bunch of research and you know having a geology background i was able to draw on that a little bit in terms of the ingredients to use um and i, I built a soil that was basically a water only save for a little bit of phing of your uh of your water source if you need it not necessarily ne not necessarily uh needed but um you know if you do uh, but yeah other than that it's just water only for three and a half months and it's and that's it so three yeah What's Sorry? the size pot you use? With this, I uh, use six times 12 liter pots. Yeah. So it depends. You know, the bigger the pot, obviously, the more soil and the more soil, the more nutrients. But I'm not, I don't think it's quite a linear thing where you can grow like for two months in a 1.5 gallon, three and a half in a, in a three gallon and then and step up like that. There is a limit. Um, but usually, like typically, I would say 99% of my plants are grown in three gallon. 12 liter pots and I grow them for usually no longer than probably three and a half months. So like how many weeks is that? 4, 8, 12, 14, 15 weeks of growth. Right. Usually don't run into too many issues at all other than maybe a bit of magnesium uh, come flower time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And what size tent you got this in? This is a 1.2 or 1.2. You're still using that now? Yeah. Yeah. So This uh, this diary is in one point two. You like I use these pot sizes in all my tents, but yeah, this one was one point two by one point two, so four by four. There's a lot of plants in that tent. Yeah. Um. Uh. Well, how many did I do there? What does it say? Uh, it says eight plants in the top. Eight. Oh yeah, that's not too bad. Like I I don't typically do a lot of training on mine, so they don't get very wide, um, right. unless they are just a wide plant in general, but. Uh -huh. Um, yeah, eight plants. I, I squish them in there pretty good, but um, you know my my uh, license is for 15, so I, I try to maximize that the best I can. Mm -hmm. So you grow so, it in two in two four by fours? Uh, no, I have, well, I guess you could say that I have two two by fours, which I guess is oh, a four okay. by four. Okay, and, uh, yeah, plus my four by four mm -hmm. and the three by three. And another little one, but now when you big, it's tent, not in. 
then you just bought you uh, just replaced that light in there with that quantum board, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So this diary was done with that. Oh, sorry. I said, what, what is that light exactly? The quantum board. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, there's a company here in Canada that I got it from. It's. I did a lot of research when I was trying to upgrade my lights. I used I used a Mars two, for for this diary, a Mars two sixteen hundred, which is. I don't know if you're familiar it's it's there in 2016 i think it was their top end blurple it's fucking heavy like this thing is a boat anchor and people dropping them on plants and stuff yeah. yeah it would destroy them it's so heavy and it's bulky it's got all the fans heat sinks it works great it like the light is is intense as shit but mm -hmm. um yeah everything else you, you might as well run hps for the amount of heat that those things put out so yeah i was looking to upgrade um and this quantum board is uh it's it's got all the same components uh more or less as like the hlgs and the invisible suns and and that stuff it was just it's a uh, made in canada um it's a company out of Ontario somewhere i believe growlights.ca mm -hmm. and um yeah it's just got four basic panels with the samsung 301 uh or llm 301hs i think or the mm -hmm. b's i don't yeah. remember which um both mean well driver yeah so you're using Pretty the typical. array though now. Baseman just brought that up in chat. You're using the micro array, right? Yeah, I do. Um, not in that tent though. Right. Uh, those are they're only array fours, so they're like I have two, so I I could put them in my four by four together, and that would cover that would actually probably cover it better than my quantum board that's in there now. Um, but they work amazing for my two by fours. Like there's not a a speck of that tent that doesn't have light. I'm mm -hmm. just blasting. So mm -hmm. yeah, th those are in the two by fours right now. So in comparison, if you had to compare the quantum board to the, the results you're seeing with the Migro, which one which one gets gets the award? Huh. Yeah, good question. It's it's uh, I mean, it's hard to say because I haven't grown the same stuff under each each mm -hmm. board or each light to really, you know, really quantitatively mm -hmm. compare them or qualitatively, mm -hmm. but. Uh, they both work really well. Um, the micro, like, I, I don't know the efficiency of my quantum board. I would assume like Shane, you know, he's, he's looked at almost every, every light out there. So he knows what's good and what's bad. And I would, I would probably give it to him for being the micros being, uh, better. Um, but again, micros in Ireland, I'm in Canada. So there are those, those like it. And that said, shipping is, is super like, like I had my light faster than most shipping companies here in Canada can get stuff to me. I, I was blown away actually. Um, but there's import fees and all that kind of bullshit to deal with. And yeah, shopping local is always a, you know, it's a, a cool thing to do these days and always. So I, I always say the same thing. If you can, it's why there was a lot of us went down the, the road of the invisible suns. The reason why I didn't go with Moira at the time is because he only had the, the it was like the a big pop grey type light. Yeah. yeah. And it was just to, to put in the size that I needed. It was just gonna yeah. cost me far, far too much. And Invisible Sun the UK was fucking may as well have been mm. part of us. They were still in Europe, so there was no yeah. no imports or things. But I do see know what you mean about the, the imports and exports. That said though, I, I do consider Shane a local because he's part of the cannabis community and you know I have no problem supporting him. Actually, because he is so supportive of our community, I'm probably more partial to supporting mm -hmm. him than, you know, just a generic hydro store. It was just, uh, 
you know, bang for your buck. So yeah, yeah. Say, say uh, the plan for the grow at the end here. No training, no topping, no nothing, just all natural. How did it go, man? Like how how long did you flower for, and what was the final yield and shit like that? Um, Can you remember? It was a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah, this was a while ago. I don't remember the yield. The Looking at my my choices here, the Milano bomb actually didn't make it inside. It hermied, so I stuck it outside as to be an outside auto. Um, the blueberry didn't grow either, so Ooh. it was a. Uh, I actually think there was a couple other plants in here, but overall, yeah, like uh, the strawberry cheese um, was really really fast. One of them was, one of them wasn't, but the one that the one that was. Was not as flavorful but really fast so i actually used it i pollinated some of it with some of the dark livers regular auto pollen that i mentioned earlier mm-hmm. and made some autos with that nice um, the other one was fucking amazing and i wish i knew exactly what that was because it was like that there was no leaves on it it was all just bud and like i didn't top it and people were like you had to have topped that because uh like uh, it was it, fucking amazing um I'll see if I can pull up a picture. That was the one that got away. Yeah, it was great. The sweet tooth uh, didn't grow. It was big. It was fucking huge, but it didn't grow like it should have. Um, the Skittles was also very tall. Yeah, I don't know. Like uh, <laughs> yield-wise, I, I it wasn't a memorable grow. So I, I think a lot of it went to extracts actually. Now that I'm thinking. Yeah. And how do you get around the, the the size of your pots then, like with organic soil? Because you mm. only you only grow little ones, don't you? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, what do you mean? Because you top do you top dress through the grow. Oh, not not if I don't have to. Some like usually, I might toss a layer of compost if I remember to bring it in. If it's not winter and it's not, you know not frozen, um, but no, I I usually don't top dress. Um. Yeah, just I water. So, I had I have problems a... with mining living soil when it was in small pots, and they um, weren't even small pots. It was like twenty fucking liters or something. Maybe fifteen. Well, to be fair, I've got one in a mug at the minute, and it's like it's about a foot high now. Oh, sweet! It okay. is. And it's still chucking out beautiful, nice green leaves. Oh well. Yeah. Cool. Is that maybe it's different if it's an organic like a. Home homemade well, living soil opposed I to the likes of a. I don't know what's in those, those soils and like you know I read a lot of the ingredient lists on a lot of these pre-made soils and there's like there's a lot of stuff that I you know glacial rock dust and these things that yeah yeah I don't the standards <laughs> yeah and you know I'm I have a geology background so I don't pretend to know everything about that stuff. But I have a decent knowledge about it, and like yeah, those things, you know rocks, you know well, rocks, man. Yeah, yeah. And rocks I mean, are in soil. <laughs> I know that the, the mineral content is true, but there's a lot of things that need to go into making those minerals available and stuff. So maybe those, like, I don't use any of those kinds of components in my soil. My stuff's all pretty much readily available or semi-readily available with a little bit of help, whether it's through action of, you know, dissolution through the water or the microbial action, um, probably a combination of both. Um, whereas the rocks, you know, basalt rock dust and glacial rock dust, no matter 
how acidic your water is, it's going to take a long fucking time for that to actually yeah. break it yeah. apart and ionize the magnesium and the calcium and stuff that's in those rocks to a lot longer than your grow takes anyway. Yeah, that's and that's what I mean for for outside living like a true living soil like Twisted's doing in his tent with those big fucking pots and his reamending and uh, the yeah, teas yeah. and the worms and all uh, outside like it's great for that because those. You know those uh you reamend. I don't reamend my soil. I, I it's just a one-time use. I do in the sense where I compost it all and then use that compost in the next batch of my super soil. So essentially, it's like it eats it eats the fucking mothers. Uh, you know, it's kind of cannibalistic super soil. But uh, yeah. Um, well, well, we'll go on to the grow guide section and we'll discuss about how you build this living soil from scratch. So I'm sure yeah, lots yeah, of people sure. are interested in, in building it as well. But it, it's always complex. Let, let's all go on to grow guides and go from there. Yeah. Grow guides. So yeah, we're going to discuss Temple Grower's Living Soil Recipe. So if you're interested in making some soil yourself from local ingredients that can last for three months with just water, then this can be interesting. I'm sure everybody, yeah. I, I would love to do this shit, but it just sounds so complex and it's so hard to source all the ingredients. So maybe I can learn something from this too. So what are you saying, TG? What are you saying about this soil? First, I would say you should do just a teeny, teeny bit of preamble, you know, reading to know kind of what you're, going to be getting into and what uh, what's actually going on in your soil that's that's making it successful you know like um, it does take a teeny bit of understanding so then when you do run into stuff you, you're able more to to uh to see what needs to be added if anything or uh or what's going on versus just you know my leaves are getting yellow therefore more calcium or sorry more like nitrogen or something in a, in a traditional cocoa grow it's a lot easier to see your problems in a in a soil grow it's it's I, I guess nuanced is probably the right word it's not hard at all like and in a well-made soil you shouldn't have any problems um I, I generally don't like i said run into too many problems except for maybe a bit of magnesium deficiency mm -hmm. uh, a little bit later on but um yeah uh it's it sounds complex but yeah first of all um there, uh, everybody knows Jeff Lowenfels, like his first book, uh, Teeming with Microbes. Uh, I think that's the first one. Either that one or Teeming yeah, with Microbes. Yeah, I nutrients. think it is. Yeah, Teeming with Microbes was the first one. Yeah, uh, whatever the, his and, first book is. And then Nutrients, is. then Fungi, wasn't it? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Anyway, whatever his first book was, read that. <laughs> um, and it, it's, it's, it's so easy to read and it, it puts everything in like amazing context and, and perspective and it's, you will... I guarantee you'll fucking understand all you need to know about how to uh, actually like effectively use your soil rather than just doing the same thing you would do with your cocoa and go out and buy all this stuff and then read the back of the, the box. And then if it doesn't work, then you, you don't necessarily know how to fix it. So mm -hmm. it is, it does pay to know a teeny bit, but that all that said, it's not, not nearly as complex as, as people think, you know, you can, you can go into the science and learn all about the micro microbial activity and your, uh, your different types of microbes that you want and all that stuff. But ultimately, um, yeah, in a, in a well-balanced soil, like, like mine, um, you really shouldn't have to worry about that. Cause that's, that's 
what I've done essentially over the last few years is uh, mm-hmm. is try different mixes and, and see what works the best. So. so you start off with a primary medium, it says here. Yeah. Yeah. So and you need some fine soil. Basically, yeah. It's pretty easy to source that on every any garden store. I usually you go for their... organic though. How do you ensure that that soil is organic? Well, you don't necessarily need it. Organic's a funny word, you know, it depends yeah, on yeah. what body designates it organic and what practices are actually using as criteria, but I mean it's it's always a good choice if you can get it because generally it's like it it's a non-environmentally invasive practices that have produced it and stuff like that. Yeah. And they're worried about their emissions, um, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, organic potting soil, I guess, if you can get it, if not, then even, even your basic, like, like promix would probably work. You know, promix is just an inert medium that's specially mixed for optimal water retention, blah, 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 but it doesn't actually have any nutrients and stuff in it. So you could mm-hmm. use even something like that. It would be expensive because those bales are fucking 30 bucks each or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then it's anyway. here 10 to 15 liters of worm castings. That's worm yeah. shit pretty much, right? Yeah. That, that adds a whole lot of MPK. Yeah. Not a whole lot. Um, depending on what the worms have eaten. Yeah. Right. Uh, it'll have varying levels. What I use it for more is like the, uh, <laughs> it's like microbe food and it actually has my, like really a lot of beneficial microbes in it. People, people buy it and make worm casting tea, right? Um, and then you pour right. the tea onto your your plants. But as a as an ingredient in soil, it's it's amazing stuff. Um, it retains water. You can't put too much in because it is fairly heavy stuff, and uh, it can get like muddy basically if you use too much. But so, you know that stuff um, seems pretty easy to get the worm castings and the and the uh, the premix, the some shit to be the medium. But when it comes to this shit, three cups of blood meal six cups of half blood and half bone meal easy that's easy enough to pick up (laughs) any garden and you just pick it up raw like that it would just be called bone meal yeah Yeah. it's in a box it's powdered powdered blood man that's all you're looking at see i've looked for this shit in garden centers before i've never found it what's that what's that cheap ass one that we have i don't know mate uh because this one mother earth or something Wilco, Wilco sell it. Do they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, loads of it. It's a it's a fairly common ingredient. Um, yeah. It yeah, smells but... like shit though. It's of really horrible. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. And uh, three yeah. cups of dolomite lime is is that something you'll just get from garden center as well? Yeah. Yep. Any garden center. A heap cup of Epsom salts. You're just gonna put like Epsom salts into your medium. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Um, the thing about Epsom salts, though, is like I buy mine from the department store, the grocery store, right? Those big four kilogram fucking jugs of them. Yeah. Um, but you got to make sure they they're not like the scented type. Yeah, yeah. You know, like if your wife <laughs> likes yeah, to use yeah. them for baths and shit. Well, yourself, and, man. I like yeah. I like some with some Epsom salts or, sometimes, man. Yeah, 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 me too. Don't get me wrong. The placebo but, effect uh, is good sometimes. <laughs> they. Uh, <laughs> That's what you yeah. radox bath bombs are made out of. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just got a bunch of scented oil and shit with it. But yeah, you don't want to put be putting that in your plants. So right. just get yeah. it's like <laughs> plain white USP, you know, United States Pharmacopoeia approved magnesium white. sulfate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Just because it says blueberry on the label, it don't make your blueberry taste any yes. more blueberry. <laughs> you yes. never know, man. Never know. <laughs> mm. And then you've got perlite, obviously, for drainage. Yeah, um, I've. 
trying to get away from perlite um i'm looking for some and there's a store in town here that carries them the the rice hulls organic rice hulls is a uh, excellent alternative for using uh for perlite or vermiculite for drainage because um they do the same thing you know they hold a little bit of water and they allow the water to flow better but they're all compostable so when you're done with it you can just chuck them in your compost and they actually do break down whereas perlite you know, I don't mind having perlite in my compost when I use it because it's like, whatever, it's there still. See, when it comes to compost as well, preferably you want to be using your own compost, right? Yeah, ideally. Now, that can be uh, some strong shit, it, like just compost on its own. It, it have can a lot be. Of nutrients in there. So, if it's, yeah, if it's not broken down right or um, if you, you know, if you're a psycho and you're putting meat and stuff in there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's nice to uh, use old harvest and leaf and shit like that. Put that in the composter. Yeah, and eventually um, over time you'll have some nice cannabis com- composted compost. Composting is a whole another episode. I could like, you know, I could wax prophetic about compost for a long time. <laughs> so I won't. But safe to say, yeah, using your own compost if you if you have access to your own really good quality compost or somebody else's, that's the best because in my opinion the local microbes that are present in your compost will probably be best suited to fight off whatever pathogens or diseases mm-hmm. or bugs might be present in your grow um you know because it's cool to introduce mites from the mediterranean but they might not be best suited to fight you know some of the local stuff that has a again nuances is, is the right word so uh, galando had a question there regarding compost Mm. Said, uh, Lando's how, got a question. How? Yeah, and it's proper legit one as well. It's not being. Wow. Maybe you should just tell him to fuck off and I answer his question. <laughs> In it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you like it, it's flat. <laughs> yeah. How can you properly get the compost to heat up, Teach? I always yeah. get too much live seed in my compost. Yeah, that's a good question. So it's a combination of things. You need. Uh, there's like a minimum critical mass. So I don't know what that is exactly, but you need enough there to actually hold the heat in and generate heat without losing it fast enough to not, you know, Mm. it's like a positive feedback type of thing. Um, You need the right ratios of stuff in your compost. So you need your greens. um, Browns dry the wet, yeah. Browns and water and air are the four components of compost. Water and like water is a pretty obvious one because if there's no water and if it's dry as a bone, then you're not going to have any microbial activity to actually do any of the breaking down, which is the thing that actually generates the heat. Yeah. They're like, when they eat, they shit. And when they shit, they heat up basically. So yep. yeah, you basically <laughs> need to have uh, proper ratios, not too wet either, because if it's too wet, then you get anaerobic. So like bacteria that don't like oxygen and they start producing like methane and fucking disgusting smelling shit. Husky said there as well. Husky said, I can tell none of you living in an apartment, no chance of making my own soil. You can get Mm -hmm. an apartment, uh, apartment, an allotment, you know, in the UK that you can get allotments all over the country and they're really cheap for like 40, 50 quid for the year. Yeah. And you can, you, you can grow vegetables there. You can do shit. You can make your own compost there and bring it home. Oh, even a way to get rid of trim as well. Yeah. You can use you, not necessarily just like compost, but like you can, you can use somebody else's. It's not. I know somebody that lives in a in an apartment and he uses a super soil that he uses mm. that he makes himself. 
all it is when you look at these recipes, you just have to break it down to what size you need. So he only makes enough that he needs for two pots. Mm-hmm. You know, so like you can do it. It's it's not like you need to have an acre of fucking land or anything in order to to make your own soils and things. Yeah, and and I know people that have. If you have, fortunately, if you if you live in an apartment that has a small balcony or a veranda of some sort, it is quite possible to get a. It is possible to get a small little composting thing. I've seen them; they're only small. They look like small little filing cabinets. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is. It is doable if you're in a in an apartment, my man. But you know, bear in mind, it, it stinks. You know, any any dealing with anything with shit in it stinks. So oh, I say so. That's why I don't have to. <laughs> and if, if you do have any manure in your compost as well, you got to leave it for like six months or something, right, TG? Before you can really use it, you can't use manure straight up. Well, if it's fresh manure, yeah, you want that to be broken down properly because there's a lot of you know, you call it hot nitrogen, like for example, in, in yeah. pig and cow manure, and it'll burn the fuck out of your plants. Mm-hmm. Um, but once it's properly been comp, I, I use manure in my in my recipe. You know, if I don't yeah. have access to compost, which a lot of the year I don't, because it's fucking winter, um, I just use yeah basic steer manure. I like I, I like using sheep manure actually the best. Because mm. um, yeah, uh, chicken manure it, is apparently good too, right? Well, chicken manure is a bit different because chicken manure I would, you, you would use that for nitrogen and yeah, monkey is right. It's very hot. It can be if you overuse right. it. Right. Um, but it's fucking amazing stuff for sure. I use the I use manure more for in, infusion of microbes and micronutrients, like uh, you know, the, the stuff that's chelated in a lot of the the uh, products you buy, the liquid shit like fucking manganese and iron and zinc, those kinds of things. Right. Yeah, that's what you get from the manure and the compost. Uh, it's a good soil too. Look at that picture on the screen there. Looks a good ass soil, TG. Mm. Yeah. So is that's that a yeah, that's... panning dish, TG, is it? No, it's a kitty swimming pool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the barrel bucks. rolling in the snow. Look. <laughs> yeah, man. See, savage. Very nice. Yeah. In the pool. So, like, I realize I'm a bit lucky to have barrels like this. Not everybody has barrels i just used to work at a place where they had barrels, barrels and you're just like oh i can use one of them, them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks like a but, barrel almost yeah um it actually had diamond door in it it's wow great damn did but, you check uh, it full no i would attract that no. shot at full no it's empty it's empty no, yeah you got it basically what that last bit there showed it's like um you know we talked a little earlier about the complexity and non-complexity of it but when you think about it as like baking a cake that's exactly what it is you know mm-hmm. you go through you put your ingredients in to your pan or whatever you mix the shit up just like you do in your cake you pour it into a pan which is the barrel you roll it around and mix it up which i guess you don't do in a pan in your cake but then you just let it cook cooking is the important part because it lets the, the microbes kind of get set and if the, there's a lot of uh, actually fungus in there too like if you if you let your soil cook and not agitate it you'll notice there's probably a lot of gray fuzzy mycelium that are growing on the soil surface which right. is a, a, good, a good thing um and then yeah you just uh you cook it and let let all the microbes and stuff get set in their homes and once you, it's ready to use they're all fucking raring to go everything is just 
ready for a plant to stick its roots in there and fucking start symbiotically nice. jamming with the. Now, with the, that might yeah. draw some attention if you live in an apartment rolling <laughs> your bo- your barrel up and down yeah. the hall. Oh, <laughs> yeah, as, as, as soon as you see an organic awesome. cannabis plant, it should be all right. Imagine oh, I bring a bird back home and she finds a wormery in the toilet. <laughs> hey man, some chicks are into that, mate. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, just... I mean, a bit more work than just, you know, dumping uh, liquid into another liquid. I'll say that. But mm-hmm. um, it is doable. You it's know? like it's I've... all the same amount of work, really. It's just super soil yeah. is done at the start and hydro is done throughout the growth. Yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Right. Now, when I when I'm I have a different thing. I, I don't mix soil for growing cannabis. I, I do it for flowers, and I have a recipe that I use. It's similar to yours, but of course, different different goal here. But I find that when I mix it up and put it aside, I'll put it aside for about three weeks afterwards. That soil starts getting pretty darn hot pretty fast. Yeah, man. Eating up. That's that's good. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, you can tell it did the. the uh, Whatever was in that compost, that manure compost that you put in there really starts going after that peat and everything else and really starts cooking it fast. Mm. Yeah. You know, so give it a shot, everybody. If you need help with the guide, obviously head over to percysgrowroom.com and TG Soil Recipes over there with the guide on how to put it all together and shit. Of course, you have this yeah. episode and you have TG over at Percy's Grow Room or templegrowing.com where you can ask for advice and you can hire him as a consultant, hopefully. Right, TG? Is that happening? Yeah. You gonna do it? Mm, yes, yeah. Indeed. Well, sooner than later, man. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's on the fucking you know, just like Gandalf coming over the hill on the Lord of the Rings and the battle battle of Helm's fucking deep here. That's right, man. Private session with TG where he'll. I'd, talk I'd worry more shit. if I seen Galando coming over the hill, mate. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. True. You're fucked then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. Well, that's that's about it for the grow guys. I think. Well, it's not about it because you know this is a massive subject. Yeah, so like, crazy about it. I see Bokashi's just been mentioned. I, I could go on like again. This is something for like a a sesh or something that just you well, we've got the well, after party in a bit. We can go on yeah, to it yeah. then. So we'll, well, we'll hit this interview. The interview's just a short one, 20, 25 minutes with Kaylee. And then after that, we'll we'll chat some shit about soil and we'll talk about something else as well. I'm sure it'll come back. We did have something that we were going to talk about. I can't yeah, remember. I can drop my dab on my table now. Yeah, sweet. Oh, no. uh, the, ki- the kids with the sweets, weren't it? That's what it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we'll get on to the interview. Let's do the interview. Here we go. Yeah, so this is Kaylee from the Shetland Islands at the very top of the UK, like Arctic Circle shit, man. Yeah, that's fucking <laughs> far, man. She was saying to us, she's, they're closer to Norway than they are to yeah, fucking are. the rest of the UK. It's crazy, and isn't it? Or to Scotland. And it, 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 she was saying it was five degrees up there at the time. And one of the main problems for her, she's a legal cannabis uh, patient. She gets the cannabis on prescription. But it's a private prescription, but she has to pay for still. But it has to go from the mainland UK to mm. this small island, and it can be caught easily on the way. And at, at one point, her medicine <laughs> was intercepted, and she got raided, and come and kicked a door off and shit, and they give her a big fine and all this, even though she's a she was a legal user at the time, I think. Interesting uh, situation, though. You know, I've always always wondered about that. What happens if you're in a community or a situation to where it's so small you, you couldn't get it in or out? Mm-hmm. This is definitely her case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that happens. It happens in a lot of places. 
Yeah, no, imagine yeah. a bad winter. You couldn't get something over there for fucking months. That's crazy. One of the things I'm always yeah. worried about, man, in the back of my mm-hmm. mind is door coming off when I'm at work or something. I'm illegal. Yeah, but, yeah. You know. It's like sometimes I'll come home from wherever I've been, right? And I'll be like, oh, I better pop to the shop up the road before I go home and grab some <laughs> papers or tobacco or something I need. And as I drive past the house, I'll have a quick look and be like, is it on fire? One, <laughs> no. Two, is there any police outside? No. It's all good. Carry on to the shop. And that's yeah. every time I drive past the house, regardless of anything. You know, it's fucking, you shouldn't be like that, man. It's not burning and it's not being raided. Thank you very you much. Yeah. I good. think that is a common occurrence for, for a lot of us. For us growers, that's part of yeah. the fucking routine of going past the house. When you hear the fucking... You hear the chopper flying over. Yeah, everybody still has his that fucking little twitch in the fucking but, you know, asshole. But what would you do if you're driving past one day and the answer to one of those questions was yes? Would you, oh, would God, you keep would driving? You <laughs> put your boot down and keep going? Only, only in fairness, only if it was the latter of yeah, the two. Yeah. If the if if the foursome was there, I'd be there trying to put mm. it out to yeah, yeah, save yeah, my yeah, fucking yeah. crop. Yeah, I, that's uh, the only <laughs> thing in the house I'd be chasing after. Would be Look at us tangent in like a load of fucking stoners again. We're terrible people. There you go. Let's get this interview done and then we'll go on some tangents. Enjoy everybody. And there's also info here for the people in the UK that if you're interested in becoming a medical patient as well, there's info in this interview that to help you get signed up and it's a lot easier than you think it's going to be apparently so give it a shot here we go this is Kate. oh, oh we've got an iphone iphone doesn't work properly in zoom kaylee we just taken that piss in Zoom so many times right, on my phone. Most of the fact, iPhones are shit right. anyway. They work just fine. Yeah, it works fine, man. We're just trolling to make you more anxious, that's all. <laughs> I, I didn't know whether to get my tablet out or use my phone, and then I used my phone, and then you said that. And I was like, for fuck's sake. It's all good. I'm a terrible person. Yeah, it would have been yeah. the same, whatever. We need to some way to break the ice. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you, Kayla? You good? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm tired, but I'm alright. Uh, we'll quickly introduce ourselves so you, you know who we are. I'm Mackie and Monkey. Yep. Say hi. Hey, Kaylee, it's Monkey here. I'm over in the southeast US. How's it going today? Not bad. A lot colder than what it probably is over there. Mm-hmm. Now it is cool here today. I think we're probably about maybe 25. Where about five? Five. <laughs> yeah, I live no, in the I... Shetland. It was a very, very north of Scotland. You remember? Ooh, ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that's cold. Yeah, yeah. Mm, must be very nice. Very nice, really. It is, yeah, lovely. it's nice. It's just bloody cold. <laughs> that's it's fucking it's a bit desolate looking. <laughs> yeah. GB, you want to say hi, mate? Hey, Kaylee. How you doing? Hey, I can I, see you actually. I I am <laughs> the one that has balls on them like Bengali tigers. So doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, I get a bit too anxious for the camera. I do it if I have to, but I'd rather Yeah, it's the same with us. We hide behind our avatars, you know. We we hide in. Statues here, and you want to say hi, mate? Uh, Hi, Kaylee. Hi, what's your story? Zombie Nation from the middle of the UK somewhere. Okay. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm hiding from everybody because of. Don't lie, man. You're just so stoned. You don't know where the fuck you are. No, no. I know. I know exactly (laughs) where I am. I'm here. Here I am. Yes, man. Thanks for joining us, then, Kaylee. So you're a a medical cannabis user, right? 
Yeah, I am, yeah. Do you want to tell us about yourself and your story, where you're from and all that kind of stuff? I don't ever know what to say when people say that. Whatever people ever want to know, I feel like I speak too much when they want to know that. Well, I'm obviously Kaylee, and I live in the Shetland Isles in Scotland. I do have a Glaswegian accent because I did stay in Glasgow for 13 years. Been using cannabis for... God knows how many years now, to be honest. Um, Six years, like, pretty constant. Right. I've only had prescription for since last year, like legal status as such right. <laughs> since last year, but I was using it prior to that. So what elements do you use the cannabis for? Oh, a number. Um, right. Probably like a lot of people, I have quite a lot. Uh, anxiety, depression, fibromyalgia, FND, right. L-Hurt, loss, PTSD, BPD, yeah, um, a bit too many. Yeah. It's <laughs> the whole house a bit, poor girl. So did you used to use like... um? Or do you still use pharmaceutical medication as well as cannabis? I don't anymore, no. I did. Sweet. Um, I was on morphine, gabapentin, fluxetine, propanolol, diazepam. I was on 32 tablets a day. Oh, so, um, oh, me, so I'm off every single one of them apart from vitamin D because yeah, my D levels won't stay up. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm off all of them now and I use four grams of cannabis. I'm legally prescribed now, so yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Absolutely awesome. And you, so, you, you have managed to replace all of those pills with basically four grams of cannabis. Cannabis flour, I do, yeah. So you flour as well. So would you smoke it, vaporize it? Vaporize it legally. You have to vaporize it. Oh, really? So they put rules like that. Like you have to take it by. Vap- well, vaporize. they're not allowed to. They're not legally allowed to advise you to smoke. Obviously, it's not yeah. good health yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. They're not allowed to legally advise you to smoke it. You're legally to vape it. Okay. But then you're left over with your vape bud, which you can then make oils and edibles and whatnot with anyway. Very, very true. Um, nice. With your AVB. So, yeah, um, that's what I'd make, you know, make edibles with it after. Ooh. People do smoke it, you know, mm-hmm. but you legally have to vape it. Um, so where do you get the flour from? From the pharmacy. It gets sent to me in the post. Wow. Bensley um, Green, a pharmacy in England. There's a couple of different ones. Um, the clinic that gives you a prescription we'll send it to the pharmacy and then the pharmacy post it to your track delivery oh, it's, your door. it's weird because oh, the last oh, time oh, it got oh. turned up at my door i got charged with possession so no. <laughs> really <laughs> now and the police not been it good well because i live on an island they have dogs against drugs so they go sniffing all the bloody post if you get it in the post they end up catching you and then they came to the house they caught stuff and they caught 13 grams and I got charged with possession of cannabis. Oh, wow. Was the fact that you're not a, a medical patient taken into consideration? No, no, not at all. That was the first time I was ever caught with it as well. Like if I was down on the mainland, I would have got cannabis. You know, people get slapped on the rest the first couple of times. Mm. That was the first time I was caught with it and I got charged with two two charges. So, But what was the know. result of that final community service? What did you have to it, do? Well, they couldn't give me community service because I'm not able to work. Okay. Uh, the £350 fine was... Whoa. Whoa. That's nice. fucking scandalous. For a prescription. Really? Legal prescription? It, it is a legal prescription. It no, is no, a... £50, that was the what I was charged to fine. At. My legal prescription, because I'm on quite a high amount, is £600 a month. Right. Do you have to pay that? Is that on the NHS? I, 
pay that. Um, oh, God, no, it's no, cheaper, no. I suppose, it's £150 for 30 grams, so it's cheaper than what I was paying illegally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, yes. You want to look at it that way. So, mm-hmm. uh, Do you know what are the prices at around your way on the uh, street prices? No, Ireland, yeah, but it's still £25 a gram on the island. Oh, oh. Similar to Ireland then, hence, isn't it? Similar to Ireland. Yeah, hence, hence, hence. in the post, and then they mm-hmm. caught it charged because whatever now uh, they don't they can't touch it given the post because it's le- it's my legal prescription that's going through so you have to pay so so that one case where it was caught that pretty much cost you a thousand pound yeah that was illegal stuff and you get ah, charged right it wasn't legal they wouldn't the police up in shetland have seen my legal prescription and seen the stuff they they know you know can't touch me <laughs> right well, at the end of the day, what, what does it matter whether it's a legal prescription or it's an illegal purchase? It's still for the same thing, isn't it? Oh, to me, it makes no odds um, mm. right. for them. Absolutely. I live, very, I live obviously, on an island of 22,000 people. Yeah. So and in the paper, everybody finds out. Mm. Um, they're wow. very, you're very, very behind, hence me making the Facebook group, you know, advocating the way I do because they're so far behind. And now... There's so many people on the island getting prescriptions, you know, people opening their eyes a little bit more, so it's nice to see, but they are very behind with quite a lot of things. So, Kaylee, is the flower you get, is that THC and CBD mixed or just THC, just CBD? What type of weed is it? 20% THC, indica, and 14% sativa. Okay. Hmm. So it's a good start weed, too. Yeah. No, I need quite high THC. It's, right. Yeah. <laughs> is that for the fibromyalgia? Yeah, just for my pain and PTSD, low THC just doesn't doesn't get you to that level you need to be at to say. <laughs> yeah. So, and I've heard of a lot of people being while well, treating themselves with using cannabis for fibromyalgia, and I don't actually know what what it is. Would you be able to explain what it is, and you know, save me from being so ignorant? Just <laughs> pain. I have FND as well, so it's kind of hard in our standless. It's hard to know what's what in a sense my fnd is like all the symptoms of ms in a sense but they go away and they come and it's there's no lesions on my brain right it's the processing of it like the signals that are sent i don't know if that makes sense yeah like the signals are just wrong there's no like hardware lesion problem it's like the software mm. okay so i get like pain and muscle spasms and weakness and paralysis and touch wood i'm doing okay and i'm not you know having paralysis that was probably the worst yeah i'm sure terrifying Uh, do you you grow your own as well or do you just get all of yours through the prescription so it's not something i risk because i have if i didn't have five children 100 percent, (laughs) yeah um it's because of having children and living sorrow and you know yeah i 100 percent wouldn't get away with it if i ever got caught up here because they're so strict because they're so fucking so you still have to pay that that's just scandalous thinking that you have it's not covered on the with the nhs and you have to fork that out and still have to look after a family of of seven you know that's (laughs) that's that's fucking crazy no there's something i've been speaking to my mp about and you know Mm. i keep my back and i've messaged to the nhs chief executive for like where I stay locally and it's always the same thing you know that they can't prescribe it even my partner who has MS tried to get Sativex and they can't even do that because the NICE guidelines say it's not cost effective 
for patients in Scotland, they can't even get Sativix. So they put that there in November 18, but nobody can get access to it and actually pay for it still. God damn. It's shocking, isn't it? All about money. Yeah. Should be about people's health, not money. You know, what's better for the society, what's better for people, but we can't fix that, can we? No, unfortunately, that's not the way it works in the in the establishments of all until, of the, all until of the establishments kids get ill or yeah. the establishments get ill, and then mm. they're, they're crying out for cannabis, and then all of a sudden everything changes. Mm. Yeah. So when you get this cannabis from prescription, is it a specific strain, or do you know? Yeah, well, it's not on the packaging. It doesn't say the strains as we would know them. It says like Noidex or BOL Breath of Life or Aurora Padanios. Or it's like right. more uh, medical names. I don't mm, know why mm, they've mm. got those names, but you can look online and it will. You can find like the cultivators like White Widows and, you know, yeah. the street names as such as we would know them. Well, I suppose it'd be a bit strange, and it? it's being like you, you know, use strawberry, banana, grape form of medicine. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, I mean, breath of life is a bit of a joke as well, isn't mm. it? I mean, it's like there's there's like patronising bastards. Yeah, <laughs> breath of life, and you're making me pay what for it? Life <laughs> here. I get you. I get you. Uh, it's shocking what people are being put through, but there is definitely changes, right? We see, I mean, you're going to know more than anybody, Kaylee. Is well, yeah, there's big changes. It's more like when they did do hats off, you know, in November 18, when the first prescription came about, it was over £2,000 for, you know, quite a small amount at the time when the first prescription. So now it's 150 grams for £30, you know, is like black market prices. So the prices have come down dramatically. Mm. So it is more affordable, but there also is people that can't afford it still but yeah, i suppose if you're paying for it illegally it's you're getting at least a lot it's lab tested and stuff so mm. you're it's you've got a consistent supply of it and there you know there's good to it especially in my situation when it costs so much and you can't get it and it's there but not everybody can do that and some people and some people are able to grow their own some people are not some people want to be able to go to a pharmacy for it Mm -hmm. But not everybody can afford to do that and people should be able to grow their own because they can do it for so much cheaper and, you know, use every part of that plant to do something with it. Some people can't do either, you know, some people can't grow nor afford it. It's it's just something that yeah. needs to be prescribed by a, a doctor, a professional. There's only three NHS prescriptions being done since mm -hmm. oh. the chain. There's so many children out there that the families are doing the same, having to fork oh. out the bills. Mm -hmm. That's right. We spoke to a couple of families over the last yeah. few weeks. Yeah, they've had problems with uh, getting the medication or paying for it as well. Mm. Shocking, man, and especially when it's medicine for children too. Yeah, it's even more important then. Yeah, I mean, Joanne Griffiths. She was saying she pays two thousand. What's it? Twenty one hundred a month. Yeah, yeah. over two thousand per month. Yeah, and for, for medicine for a child, man. Yeah, that's bad to say. And uh, you see people. People are selling their homes. Mm. They pay for, for the medicine for their kids and things. Obviously, they would not be going to the to the extremes of selling their feckin' family homes to pay yeah. for medicine if it wasn't, if it didn't work, you know? Oh, going from 32 pills to just cannabis, that's a, 
it's impressive. What does your doctor say about that? Does your doctor know about it? Well, yeah, yeah, my... prescribed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My doctor knows. Um, she's intrigued about it. Like, obviously, she wants to be able to prescribe, but she just can't. They're not allowed to. Even if she did, it would get blocked. Right. From ever getting to me, my local pharmacy obviously can't dispense it. They don't have it. There's, there's just so many barriers in the way for anybody accessing it anywhere on the NHS. So your doctor can't. Sorry, Sam. If, even if your doctor was to say yes, we 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 think you should be subscribed uh, prescribed this and wrote you a prescription, you there's a, there's a good possibility you wouldn't get it. Yeah, you wouldn't. It would get barred by like many people. Like your local health board would probably bar it. They they have to get like the license and stuff. Oh after. my god! I don't know all the ins and outs of it all, but i just so, know so all, all this like legalization yeah, of medicinal much. marijuana in 2018 was just a load of crap really wasn't it mm. it was basically privately yeah you you can get it privately mm. and only three people get it on the nhs there is yeah the pvex and epidiolex they're licensed obviously what yeah. i have classed yeah. as an unlicensed product um wow. yeah that's just mad it's all a bit of a, confusion <laughs> well, at least we're moving in the right direction at least because mm. a few years ago you probably wasn't even able to get the medicine at all right yeah before november 18 mm. and you were just getting it all off the streets then yeah and how much how much katie do you mind asking me asking how much was is like to buy an ounce on the street roughly like what would it cost to buy an ounce now up here up, probably up on same as what the, it was back then. You're looking about 400 quid, aren't you? Up here? No, you're talking about 700 quid. Oh, good God. <laughs> 700 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> 700 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't even get a discount for like high, no, quality, no. high, high quantity. Oh, my days. No, no, they're just out to rip you off. I might have to move to Shetland, I think. I fucking think, I'm thinking the fucking same, man. But, like, I thought it was bad here, Um Katie, because like you pay 400 euro is if and that's like you're going to get ripped off that's on average you should pay about between three to 350 but like during the covid and the start of it and things like we were paying six seven hundred euro thankfully it's crawled down but i thought we were so expensive we are fucking nothing compared to oh, you yeah, there yeah, it's like tiny, tiny island and yeah. then because of the drugs dogs and the risk and all that apparently mm. Yeah, so I don't have to do that anymore because I had my script last year, but prior to last year. It's like, whoa. Yeah, when the island goes dry because the boat's not came in for a week. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows about it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's lame. Well, I've had that Isn't problem. It? Oh, man. It's like I blacked out for a second there, and the last thing I remember is Kaylee saying it's seven hundred pound an ounce. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> now. Yeah, off of my medications now, when I wasn't able to before, is because I never had that consistency. I never, you know, you mm. didn't know if you were getting it or not, or what you were getting. What that's it. it. THC or anything. Now I know I'm getting a high enough THC. I've got it there. Took them off my meds and rely on it to be able to just get on with life. Mm. That's just, that's brilliant. Have bad days and that you know i'm not perfect i still have complex like health but i can get up and do things with my children now that i would never ever dream of never been mm. able to do before so awesome yeah. man Amen. do you suffer any stigma with your friends or anything like that does anybody look down on you because you use cannabis yeah i've had family that didn't speak to me prior 
or stop speaking to me prior because I got raided and I got charged when I got my package in the post. Now their view is like, oh, it should be available to everybody that needs it. And I'm like, well, what was the difference before <laughs> other than I had the paper? Like, and they're like, oh, but it's not illegal in the family name. And I'm like, all oh, right, yeah, right. okay. <laughs> the family name. Well, well it's, 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 like that, it? again, it's small community My- mentality. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> 1900s. <you> know? <laughs> That's yeah. exactly what it is. It's just really old community, and I'm yeah. and something's going to improve my health. I'm going to do it. That's what mm-hmm. we're doing. Well, you're yeah, going man. in the right direction, like educating your kids and stuff, because that's where it all starts. So yeah, for that's... the for those listeners out there who are thinking they want to apply to get cannabis for medicine, how would you advise them to go about starting the process? Via the medical cannabis clinics, I actually am on a study as well called Project Twenty Twenty One which subsidizes the cost down to the 150 for 30 grams. There nice. are products that are 150 for 30 grams off the study as well. But the study's run by Drug Science. Okay. Professor Nutt, for two yeah. years, they gather all the data to give to like the NHS to, and I hope that they'll then use that data to prescribe. So I would highly recommend, you know, if people do get a prescription, they join on Project 21 just to be part of the data for it. But the medical cannabis clinics and you put your details in and they do all the getting your notes from your doctors, you know, so of your medications you might have tried or conditions you have and things. Oh, cool, and man. make an appointment with you and you have a video consultation with them and they do the prescription. Then you have one and well, then it goes to the dispensary and they send your product. It's the dispensary who you would pay for your product and they send it out to you. Then a month Shoot. later, you have another one after that. You can just go into the peats. How long does the process take? Um, the first time, it would say it takes about three, four weeks the first time because you have to get your doctor's notes and then have your appointment. Then it gets approved by a board. But right. after that, you just get your repeat. And then within the weeks, the dispensary contacts you to say they have your prescription ready to pay and send out. So after the first time, it's definitely a lot quicker. Cool. That's sweet, man. It all sounds so easy. <laughs> it shows that it's working I, I, for some it's people. It's so much easier than I thought it was when I had done it. I was like, that's it. Like, really? That's mm. a lot of patients that I speak to being an advocate. Now, a lot of patients, they're like, oh, my God, what? I don't know why I was so nervous. Like, it's mm. such a nicer, easier process than what you think it's going to be. Awesome, man. So you would definitely recommend it? Yeah, I definitely would, yeah. There's, yeah. There's so many more people always signing up and messaging me, asking me. So, yeah. And I suppose there's a lot of conditions you can sign up with. Yeah, there's there's not a condition that they're on Project 2021. There's only a couple of conditions they're covering for the for the. I'm sorry, I'm stuttering my words. And that's so good. For the Project 21, there's only a couple of conditions. I can't remember off the top of my head. I think pain. Anxiety, PTSD, MS, and epilepsy. I can't remember. Right. But for a private prescription, there is no condition that's barred from it as such. Like there's no set list of conditions. You know, if <laughs> you've tried other medications and you know you have something that's not worked, then for some reason cannabis is a last resort sort of situation in the UK. That's just crazy. Yeah. It should be a first. Yeah.
was good conversation, man. Some interesting shit. You, just, you don't really appreciate how much people need this for medicine when you're a recreational user like me. Yeah. Tiny I wish violent. I could have been there because it would have been cool to compare and contrast the uh, the two systems here in Canada and there in the UK. Because it's bullshit here. I know that much. Yeah. At least some people can get their medicine. That's what you can ask so far. Right? Well, we can ask for a lot more, but at least we've got that for now. It is true. If they could get it at an affordable price, you know, and not have to be paying through the nose to mm -hmm. get on private prescriptions. Yeah, because well, it seems easy to get it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's easy to get it on prescription in the UK if you want to pay for it. Yeah. It's affording it is the fucking hard part. Mm -hmm. That's it, and it seems to be cheaper than it was while it's on the black market. Well, it's very expensive, in fairness, on the black market up where for poor Kaylee was yeah fuck you know God. like fuck me I thought it was bad here in Ireland like how's 700 pound an ounce man are you shitting me oh yeah yeah, yeah. Free to buy it yes. as well. 700 pound mate what is that like a thousand Canadian yeah probably yeah for an ounce for 28 grand it's just crazy nuts and wow. everything, everything on the fucking, when you think about it on the post, everything coming in would be checked. And even if it's not, you would have busy buddies who would be there going, oh, do you see so-and-so's coming in on the ferry? Well, they got the, not they even got on the ferry. Dogs, the fucking, uh, they've they got, got the dogs, dogs everywhere, yeah. <laughs> so anything going out on a boat is going to be sniffed. Yeah, um, no, but I, I didn't mean on the ferry. I meant like, you know, if you see somebody coming in on a boat and parking up somewhere, like smuggling in. You'd have oh, some yeah, yeah, body yeah, will yeah. be fucking straight onto the fucking onto the Rosers going fucking oh so and so is down here fucking That's fucking twelve hundred dollars. That's expensive, man. Canadian, yeah, man. Uh, oh my yeah, god! You know how, man? How? Yeah, we all had the exact same fucking response, dude. Yeah, just it uh, doesn't make any sense. No. Oh, scandalous! Scandalous! Yeah, it, and it, she needs the medicine. You know, it's just crazy. No. You know, and I just probably smoked a fucking quarter of an ounce just a day. I know, fucking wow. And that's that's the sad easy. fact of a husky is fucking true, right? The government have learned the prices from the dealers, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that's it's the same thing that you're gonna see over in Ireland. They're gonna be charging you fucking three, four hundred quid for an ounce when they do see, legalize when, it here. When it's finally legalized and the market is properly properly opened, then capitalism will take over. Yeah. <clears throat> and there were people like, well, you can get it for, for £20 a gram over that shop, but you can get it fucking 15 over here. Yeah, but like, that's is 12, and now you can get two for 10, and like, yeah, it'll, it'll reduce the price of its heart. Uruguay's figured out how to produce this stuff for less than a dollar a gram. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it can be done. We all we have. too, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Nice. Right. <laughs> so I can produce it for less than a dollar a gram. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. I can less it for, for produce it for less than 50 cents a gram. Yeah, mm -hmm. but yeah I mean, the markup in the license and the taxes are crazy on this stuff. That's yeah. what it said right there. There's like 60 middlemen who need to fucking yeah, get their greasy hands on well, some. Oh, to, to be fair, right, Sapphire Clinics reduced the price of their weed from like whatever it was, £12 a gram to £5 a gram. And they're oh. the private prescription people. But Woolley says it's not, it's not up to much. All right. He wasn't yeah. impressed. Chilbert mm. says they're full. Let's go back to that um that conversation about sweets actually and edibles and oh, shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
because that was an interesting one, man. I think that edibles need to be clearly labelled that they are edibles, just in case. So do I. Kids fucking well, they do. Them. In fairness, they do be clearly marked as labels. They do say uh... on them. In, uh, they do. They say in big black and white writing on them that these are for adults. Yeah, you've got to think about kids. I mean, kids don't learn how to properly read till they're like four or five years old, man. And if anybody <laughs> under that age... Well, I don't know. Is a kid going to be able to make that decision? Be like... like... Then it's possible they are it, so you're just gonna you're gonna eat it and then think, yeah, oh, yeah. this yeah. isn't it. Kids well, eat dumb shit all the time, right? But this mm-hmm. this again is going back to why does the needs of the few outlet need the needs of the many, if you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's the stupidity of the parent who leaves a packet like that sitting on the counter. Yeah, that yeah. parent should be fucking slapped with the law. Sure, say, just know, like you. Know? you- you know, but on the same. Sorry, TJ, go on. Oh, no, go, no, you go ahead. I was going to say on the on the same subject. Every single parent's got well, not every single parent, but the majority of parents have got alcohol in the house, which is just mm. there. And paracetamols, in a antidepressants, Viagra's, or, yeah, anything lying around the fucking house for the sake of arguments, right? So mm. your kid can nick a bottle of vodka and he can piss off down the park with his mate, and then both of them can have half a bottle of vodka each and die of alcohol yeah. poisoning. Right. You don't yeah. get that shit in the flipping in the news. <laughs> you don't get the shit that the teenagers are throwing up because they're like they're all out like taking the, the yeah. little alco pops and whatever else. That never gets put in the news but because that's just fucking that's cannabis. Oh dear, cannabis. Because that's Ooh. just taken to be well, alcohol's a societal norm, and we accept this the fucking derogatory shit that comes with it because mm-hmm. it's just normal. Alcohol is a normal thing. It's always cannabis. Been, yeah. We're making an exception for you stoners. So. Fucking mm. fuck off. We take what you're given, you know. I agree complete with zombie because here in fucking Canada, I well, it's getting to be summertime, and you know what they're gonna have in the liquor store is fucking freezies, freeze pop, fucking yeah. two foot long vodka infused ice orange flavored things that look exactly yeah. like mm-hmm. my old favorite yep. Mr. Freeze freezy. <laughs> but this this is what I was saying, and I like, see here. Um, I see Hidden Gardener has posted pictures and thing. Hidden Gardener, are they from? the legacy market or are they from a reputable shop or dispensary in the likes of the uk or anything because if they are from a reputable proper dispensary they have to have a government warning um, even something as simple as a chocolate bar we have infused chocolate bars yeah yeah even legally and illegally here and you know I'm sure a kid, regardless of if there's a pot leaf on it or just a plain mm. white wrapper, if he picks it up and smells it, it smells like chocolate. He's probably gonna eat that. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, put it the fuck away, man. Yeah, yeah that's I it. Know. Your honesty's on the parents, isn't it? They put the shit away, man. I think so. Proof I mean, place of some kind, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it. It needs to. You need to pull. And the onus is completely on the parent. Like I know loads of dudes. Uh, I'm fucking get women that smoke and fucking grow. Well, actually, no, I don't. They don't. I don't know that once I grow. I know a few blokes that grow. They've all got kids. I know most of the panel here and most of the people in Percy's that grow have kids. You don't leave your weed lying around on the table and leave joints pre-rolled sitting around. No, because you are fucking responsible people. You no, just keep your shit think. fucking locked up <laughs> in proper places and out of sight of the fucking kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm I'm a full advocate for everybody to smoke yeah, weed. The other day, right, I was walking my kid home from school and we was talking, some woman was walking like 10, 20 feet in front of us smoking a cigarette. And it fucking stinks, man. I hate the fucking smell of that shit, but it's completely yeah. legal. 
And I'm like, let's just wait here and let the lady walk away so we don't have to breathe in this crap. So then we waited and the lady walks off. Then we carried on. And she says to me, have you ever smoked, Dad? (laughs) 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 It's like, yeah, you you know, because they don't see me smoke. They do not know, you know, and they live with me in the same fucking house and they don't even know I smoke. Mm, That's that's because you're a responsible parent. Exactly. You know, it can be done. This is what I was saying. Like, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be a thing that just because they legalize weed, that it's gonna go into the way people leave fucking bottles of whiskey and bottles of vodka sitting on fucking kitchen counters and things. Mm -hmm. If you've got kids, you're not going to leave your fucking mason jar full of weed sitting on it. You will do that if you don't. I do it. Because I ain't got kids in the house. Yeah, if I had kids in the house, I'd take it away and I'd fucking put it in the press. You know? I'm the same. Cheryl's little, uh, you know, her little nephews will come over and visit. I always put my stuff up on a top shelf or something. Away, right? Out of sight kind of shit. Yeah, but mm-hmm. even if they did get a hold of my fucking jar and they open it and they're like, hmm, that smells like cat piss or, you know, whatever it may be. <laughs> you know, that kids, smells like cat piss. Let's see that. Need to eat. You know, like, yeah, like smokers a, already. <laughs> yeah, maybe if they if they're like, hmm. But, mm, cat piss. <laughs> but to me, like, just leaving a jar of weed, like, that's not even that. Um, like, as a kid, I don't know what I would have done with a jar of weed. Mm-hmm. Like, but if you're seeing a sweet, if you're seeing a little strawberry yeah, shaped yeah, red thing on the mm-hmm. table that looks juicy and sweet, you know, you, you got to eat it, man. Yeah. yeah. yeah we, we and same a, with cookies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Even fucking oil, man. Like, kids are, if they fucking stick their foot, they're bigger than anything and eat it. You know, they mm-hmm. eat dirt and shit outside. <laughs> yeah. I used to eat that shit. When I was a kid, man, you go for a water fight in the summer, you come in, get a bunch of freezies, just get it <laughs> shit-faced by accident. Of course. Yeah, it's like, you know, done so many worse things when I was a kid than fucking ate a gummy. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, you know, cannabis, it's a, it's such a fucking scapegoat because like like mm-hmm. you guys said, and like Zombie made the point about the alcohol. That's, I was, <laughs> you know, I fucking so wasted so many times and probably like, but it's just accepted, you know, that kids get fucking drilled on booze. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. People are still going by the old adage, though, that, you know, back in the 60s, we were told that one hit off that off that joint and you were going to basically turn seeing psychedelic moments and you couldn't mm. reality. And, just and one injection of cannabis. Be intermixed <laughs> and you could have flashbacks you for the rest of your bus. life and all yeah. that dangerous stuff. And this is what people are still yeah. dealing with. Mm. It's we should start wrapping this up, man. We've been here for fucking ages talking mm. about everything. Yeah, man. So there you go, everybody. That's how you grow cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> and if you need any more information, pop over to Percy's. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Come so and join the cult. Let's take over. Yeah. It's uh, not all like politics and shit over there either. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty much just grow we get down, have a good phone. <laughs> Unless when we don't do politics much, but when we do, you know. <laughs> so don't forget we're having a week off next week. We're not gonna be here next week. Oh yeah. Yes. So I hope you enjoyed the show, everybody. So uh, we'll we'll see you again on Sunday in a couple of weeks. But make sure you ring that bell because we might stream at a random time in between then. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Quite get over to Percy's, you know where to find us. Uh, download more shows tell your friends and all that shit but yeah man been a pleasure been a pleasure I hope you enjoyed all that deep shit yeah (laughs) right yeah so everybody want to say goodbye bye bye Bye, everybody see you in a couple of weeks be good hope you all have fun now oh yeah
Don't forget to wear your face mask and all that shit. You know I'm saying. Yes. Take the jab. <laughs> um, just before we do go, quick, Kenneth is asking, should he have a harvester of smoky trichomes, no amber? I'd leave it a little bit longer, but yeah, you want to get about 10% amber at least at a minimum. I right. personally would go 20. Yeah, unless you want to get really up high stuff and then that real heavy. Yeah, yeah. All the things that you like, right? Sweet. Yeah, okay, right. Slam, folks. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Oh, now the music stopped. We're going to have to. Uh, oh, I like okay. to play it again. And it, Activation. Oh, yeah. Gosh, there we go. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. 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 <laughs> have a good week. See you soon. Slam, folks. Have a good one. Bye now.